Welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. My name is Tim DeMumbrian. I'm here with Jeff and Mike Zagula. How are y'all doing? Good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing well. Awesome. Okay. I'm filling in for Laura today. She is in Las Vegas, Nevada at the World of Concrete, as is a lot of people in our company. Uh, In Vegas, you know, everyone always asks me why I don't go to Vegas, because Vegas is not for me. (laughs) Not your scene. uh, It's just not my scene. But... Uh, I think we had about, you know, 200 people or so that, that, that went. And, uh, so excited about those folks and the opportunity for them to get to go, uh, you know, really represented people all over the country that were able to, to attend the show. So hopefully everyone's having a good time and staying out of trouble. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to remind everyone, uh, real quick that we rolled out a new SRM 360 mobile app. We've made it easier than ever to access ADP, find your HR rep, Stay up to date on news and events and um, and listen to this podcast. So you can download that. The um, link for Apple and Android devices will be in the show notes, and it'll also be in our newsletter. So download that today. If you have any questions, you can email IT support at SmyrnaReadyMix.com. They'll be able to help you um, get your access, your credentials, or any other questions that you might have. So as you all know, we're going through our five principles Last week, we covered safety with Jim Morrison. This week, we're covering quality. So we've got Mike on to do that. Um, But first, I have a quick quote from Aristotle. All right. Yeah, so he says, uh, this is about quality. He says, quality is not an act, it's a habit, which I think is really cool because it's like brushing your teeth is a habit. You don't even have to think about it. At night, you brush your teeth. You don't have to decide, am I going to brush my teeth tonight? You just like, you just do it. So what are some habits that our team could have in place that, with quality that they don't have to think about that they just do that increases our, you know, maintains our quality. Well, one of the things, you know, is uh, a big key, you know, our last line of defense is our operators. They're very critical to our success. So when they go to the job, <clears throat> they need to haul a slump that's on, get there at the slump that's on the ticket. You know, a lot of times like, they might have a five inch slump on a ticket, but they know the guy's pouring a seven or eight, so they'll haul it wetter. And then when he has a problem, we got no water on the ticket, and then it's you know up to us to defend. So it's critical not only hauling the right slump, but when you get to the job, put a zero or the amount of gallons on the on the ticket, um, so that we have something to go back on. We had a deal in uh, northern Colorado with some uh, light pole bases, you know, which is a huge huge thing for us. We had it was six days, five days after we took over Arden. And load strength, and we just finally settled out. It's been this long, but no water on the tickets, you know. But we did do a petrographic analysis, you know, which they basically get into electron microscope. And anyhow, it was wetter than it was. We batched it, so that's how it helped us in the settlement on it. So it's ultra critical. Well, and I would just add to that too is that we could have, you know, foregone doing the petro had. We had just written the water on the ticket. Exactly. I mean, literally exactly. a two-second effort. Yeah. Instead, we had to make cores. And, you know, we were back charged. We'll just share it. I mean, we were back charged $413,000. Correct. On 56 yards of concrete. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this is how serious this stuff is. And you talk about eroding profits, you know, <laughs> the, the concrete itself yeah. was only worth $7,000. Yeah. You know, the, the yeah. total concrete that they bought. And and here we are getting back charged four hundred and thirteen thousand dollars, and we ended up uh, working through it. We weren't 
you know, 100% out of the wrong. So, you know, we settled that uh, with them. I don't like the word settle. We fought yeah, to get it down from 413 to $100,000. Yep. But, and they had bought, so really, I think it was about 80000 after they bought concrete twice, yeah. whatever. But nonetheless, you know, that's huge. And unfortunately, those are conversations that, that, that Mike and I have regularly is that, you know, issues across the country where we're getting right. back charged for this, that, yeah, we got a back charge in Michigan. We got a back charge in Southwest Florida. You know, we're, we're dealing with this stuff all the time. And a lot of it is just if we were making it a habit, uh, to your point, Tim, to yep. just do the right things and, and haul what's on the ticket and, and write on the ticket, give us the Correct. information, yeah. uh, we could really, we could, we could do better. Yeah. That's right. And today I got an email from uh, Matt Heisen, you know, our QA manager in North Colorado, about a, another issue where somebody poured concrete uh, and in October it was getting cold, it was freezing. But thank God operators put the water on the ticket, 35 gallons of water, 40 on eight-yard loads and mm-hmm. seven-yard loads. And not only did they do that, but above that we've got, you know, like when you initially put the water in, then a quarter, half, and the rest – so, like one load, it was 45 gallons. They put 20 gallons in on front, poured off, of, you know, third of the concrete, added another 15 gallons. And then that, when they only had half, like three yards, they put another 10 or 15 gallons in it. So, that concrete and the top is just cut. You can see the guy got on it. Uh, he, he did no air. He should have put an air mix in. I, I don't, I'm trying to get all the particulars. But basically, you can tell you got on too soon because once the freeze thaw come right after that, they covered with blankets the first night, mm. pulled them off, and then as it froze, start popping the top off. So it's critical, and it's critical for our batch guys also to batch the mix as it calls for. You're going to trim. That's why I say trim just two gallons of water, plus or minus. If it takes more than that, call us. There's something wrong with the mix. We're doing this Facebook job here in north side of Nashville, and it was, we were in a meeting, Jeff and I, and they was talking about, hey, we're getting – our loads are going – coming in at 7-inch slump and 4-inch slump. They're all over the place. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what's that about? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to call, you know, call the guy running the plant. Oh, well, this plant loads at a 6-inch slump, and this plant loads at a 4-inch slump. Are you saving water? Yeah. Well, you got a badger meter that's mm-hmm. out of calibration. Yeah. So we fixed that. You know, so that's why those guidelines are in there. And for the guys to be being consistent and making it a habit – is the most critical to you know to do the same thing a lot of times um you'll have guys batching concrete or girls and they know say a 3000 calls for 30 gallons of water they think every 3000 mixes like it that's not the case because if you've got a line pump it's a lot more cement so it's going to be 34 30 so they'll automatically cut that water the way they back to a regular 3000 we were doing this building, for instance, mm-hmm. and I happened to be at the plant one over here, the original plant that we started with, and we're doing piles. So it was just cement and water, you know. Mm-hmm. They're doing micro piles. Well, it had 125 gallons of water, and I was like, this is too much water. We only put 30 gallons. I said, hey, that's a regular 3,000 mix of 30 gallons. This is, you know. Micro piles. It's a different mix. Yeah, but we only put thirty thousand gallons, thirty gallons of water per yard. This is one hundred twenty. I was like, hey, you got five hundred pounds of powder, let's say in a three thousand, thirty gallons of water. This mix is two thousand pounds of cement at one hundred twenty-five, one hundred twenty gallons. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 2,000 divided by 500 is four. Four times 30 is 120. Oh. But, he ne- you know, they don't, when I talk about water, that's when I really realized talking water cement ratio to a lot of people that don't have a lot of experience, it, it does, you know, it doesn't help much. They don't understand it. So. Well, and why don't we just, you know, to that point, let's just talk about water cement ratio a little bit. You know, yeah. so and why don't you just walk them through. I, I know a lot of people yeah. know this, but maybe some don't. So let's yeah. just talk about, it. you I know, don't. if you have a, Tim, <laughs> know, if you have a, you know, a 350 and a hundred, you know, so, or, or something, yeah. th- 350 pounds of cement and a hundred pounds of ash just to make it easy. Yeah. Let's talk about water cement ratio, what that is. And, and talk about the difference between a, a 0.30 and a 0.50. Correct. Uh, okay. So what Jeff's referring to is if, let's say you got, 500 pounds of total cement and ash, cementitious, and then the water that you divide, so the water becomes 250 pounds. So you take the 250 pounds of water, of course, a gallon of water, a pound of water, 8.33 pounds is one gallon of water. So you have to convert it back. But anyhow, 250 pounds of water divided by 500 pounds of cement, that's a 0.50 water cement ratio. So that would be R3000 is about a 0.34. But when you're getting in high strengths, you might be eight or 900 pounds of cement and ash and slag and micro and all this, and your water is probably about the same amount on the poundage, but your water cement ratio is down to 0.28. So if it's 1,000 pounds and you're at a 0.25, you're a 2.5 water cement ratio. And that's how you get your strengths. The lower the water cement ratio, the more the strengths. And then so... And coupled with that, if we do a, say we're doing curbing. So a guy's pouring a 3,500 curb. You get a regular 3,500 mix. And a curb, you're trying to get a machine curb. You're trying to get a two-inch slump. So your water cement ratio is not going to be like a 3,500 would be, a, say, a 5.0. You're going to be down around a 4.2 hmm. or 4.0 because you don't want a lot of, you know, it's got to stand up in the form. It's a different um Different type of mix. Different type and, of mix. And that's why, so if you take total cementitious, which is ash, cement, slag, micro, whatever that is, add it all together Correct. per pound and then divide by pounds of water, it gives you yeah. the what it, whatever it is, 0.50, yeah. 0.30, whatever. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, keeping that in mind, understanding that conceptually as a batch person and even operators is yeah. really important. That's why you hear about, you know, water's detriment of, of concrete. Is because when you're on a pad and you're adding 40, 50 gallons, you're changing the water cement ratio. And when you change right. the water cement ratio, you're deteriorating <clears throat> the strength. That's right. Every time. And and for for us, and that and that go back to the batching process, making sure that you're not cutting water out in the head of yeah. that load. You really mess with the concrete set times when you don't load it like it's supposed to be loaded. Right. And and we've seen that happen so many times where uh, folks are not, they change the way that the water is going in a load. It is critical to make sure water goes in consistent the same way every time to make sure that the cement's getting hydrated properly mm-hmm. and, and the slumps are proper and, and it's what, it's what you designed. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Cause a lot of times they'll get so afraid to have a wet load. They'll cut a lot out. It takes it out of the head and then they add it on the pad. It takes a long time to get that water all the way back to the head. So they get up the slump on the, front end you know where they're checking it and they leave the job and it drops an inch and a half or two inch slump and then they're adding more water it's you can never get ahead of it 
it yeah. just makes especially a in the summer. And if oh, you're an operator, terrible. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you'll be on a pad. You'll you'll go to the job. You'll lose three inch slump. Like Just like that. That's when right. it's summer and there's a hundred degrees outside. Yeah. And so, it, and a lot of that's the batch guy making sure that they got the head water in yeah. to to make sure the water's mixing because you just can't get the same mixing action it just doesn't flow through that the load right. the way that it looks like it has correct uh and even you know even slump meters can get off when you're when it's summertime and you've got yep. half the load is one slump and the other half is another slump and you not realize it that's so, right that's right you know qualities is it's important i mean it's yep. what it's the quality of the product that we sell yeah you know and I, I don't know if we give enough impetus to that like you know if we were selling uh, iPads and they didn't turn on, you know, that would be a problem. Yeah. What's well, the same way for us? If you got a 3000 PSI, if it doesn't meet 3000 PSI, believe you me, we are getting a call, you oh, know, exactly. and it's not like you just, well, sorry, it, it didn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. We have to deal with it. And especially some of the biggest chargebacks that we've ever dealt with caissons. Oh my God. Drill, drill shafts, drill shafts, light poles, things yeah. like that, like that. When it's going in the ground, it's got a cage and it's going yeah. down, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50, yeah. 60 foot deep sometimes. That's right. You know, that's the concrete that is really, really important. Our operators pay attention to what they're on the ticket and, and help us uh, create a habit around quality for sure. Exactly. Amen to that. That's great. Um, so you definitely talked about the importance of quality across the people in operations, but um, – what about quality for everyone else? You talked about batch and operators, but quality for whether you're billing payments or you're taking invoices or. I, yeah, that's a good, it's a good point too. I mean, I think it's just a quality mindset, right? I mean, being a, uh, having, taking pride in your craft, whether you're in billing or whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. you know, you do it to do it right the first time mm-hmm. and, and make sure things are accurate you know, so many customers, we can do a phenomenal job getting the concrete to them on time. Operators have great attitudes and hauling great quality product, job go perfect. But if they get billed the wrong price or if the taxes are messed up or this, that, a lot numbers wrong, things like that. And they call the office and, and someone's got a bad attitude with them or, you know, we, you know, uh, put them on hold and we shouldn't their account, things like that. It doesn't matter how great a job we did. That's the last impression that our company left. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, we need quality across the board and in, in the way that we engage our customers and the way that we engage one another as well. Uh, just looking and seeking after the spirit of perfection and excellence and, and everything that we do. And that's going to help di- differentiate us uh, compared to, to our competition for sure. You know, even dump operators and tanker operators, you know, tanker, we've had an issue lately in Southwest Florida. Yeah. You know, because you, you do about, you unload four cement tankers to one flash. And I think they get into a rut. So somebody, you know, a couple of times this happened where they put flash in a cement silo mm. and that wreaks havoc. It was a very expensive uh, dump trucks. You know, when you're backing up, you're dumping out your pile and you see big, sometimes we'll get some big old pieces in there, you know, from the quarry or like in Florida, you get a lot of wood debris because of nature, you know, mm. when they, a quarry here, you know, they blast and they go down and keep going deeper and deeper in Florida because the water table is so low, they drill and blast. They take a drag line. They only go down about 70 feet. Oh, well, wow. Because of the formations, there's still some wood products. So if they see something, let somebody know. You know, everybody's going to be on the lookout for quality. Mm-hmm. You know? See something, say something. That's right. Yep, yep, for sure. That's good. Yeah. So, Jeff, you had um, you'd mentioned last week an update 
to some insurance benefits? Yeah, I am still working on that. We've got some of our folks on vacation uh, that actually work for the insurance company. And so I need to get some, some final information from them, but uh, but I am looking forward to announce that. And, and ultimately, what we're looking to do on our Cadillac plan, the, the one I refer to as the Cadillac, plan, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we are looking to lower the max out of pocket. So okay. uh, pre- pretty significantly. And but we're working through that. I don't want to announce the exact numbers until I make sure that we're, you know, it's all legal and, and what we're trying to do. But I suspect we'll have that hopefully finished next week when everybody's back and and we can announce that. So so exciting news. And, and we're always looking for ways to to offer better benefits to our team. And and I think this will go a long way in doing that as well. So we'll look be looking forward to announcing that next week. Awesome. And then, yeah, it's just in time for enrollment. Enrollment period is coming up. That's in our newsletter. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, Last thing, we have a go-getter to announce. Go-getter this week is Harold Valdez from Littleton, a.k.a. Titan Plant in Denver. The nomination reads, Harold is always ready and willing to go above and beyond his job description. Wherever there are deliveries needing to be unloaded, shoveling to be done, cleaning, or work around the yard, Harold is there asking if he can help before we even have a chance to ask him. When Harold needs to use someone else's mixer, he always does his best to leave the equipment better than he found it. Harold is definitely a go-getter. So, Harold, we've got an award coming your way and a $250 gift card. Great job, Harold. Appreciate it. Great you. job. Yep. All right. Everyone have a great week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.